0: It's Shake Them Ropes. My name is Chris Novembrino. I am not only the host of America's number one most high voltage podcast, High Wattage, I am also the co-host of Shake Them Ropes. And joining me every week here on this show is Jeff Hawkins. Hi, Jeff.
1: I'm canceling High Wattage. The sheer amount of ridiculousness, I cannot stand on (laughs) (laughs) Tonight's episode, I uh, I have my Tumblr. Half full of vodka, half full of water, with a squeeze of crystal light in it. It has been a tough day at work. So if I start slurring about an hour into this show, if we get that far, um, <laughs> it's the booze.
0: <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I'll drive us uh, home, baby. I'm a oh DD. I,
1: yeah, no, just the, don't go into law, kids. Don't, and especially not into legal administration. It will drive you insane. So, there's been a lot of uh, interesting talk. This is a great weekend for wrestling. I will say that. Between NXT UK Cardiff, which we will preview later, we have AEW putting on, um, uh, what is it, All Out? I think that's the name of their special. You have a New Japan special from England going on same day. Saturday is absolutely packed. And I, I'm very excited for it. But but there's been a lot of... We are mostly a WWE-centric show, so I will talk a bit about that. And uh, the big thing clouding my mind was something seen as a throwaway segment on these shows. And I want to talk about it a bit. Chris, If if you are Fox, and especially Fox Sports, what are you thinking right now about your investment in this product? Because... You were originally dangled a carrot of helping your FS1 sports channel with NXT, which is a straight ahead wrestling show, only to see it taken off and given to USA. You do your they do this annual thing called um Founders Day on the Fox Lot here in California. It's to celebrate the day that Fox Sports launched, which was in conjunction with their um they, they 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 outbid CBS for the NFC package for the NFL. So they have a celebration every year, kind of a rallying thing because the rest of the year is just going to be stress, stress, stress for all the people who work for Fox Sports because they have college football and now they have the NFL. And they have a very willing team, or at least they're trying to build one for this WWE brand that will interact with the WWE because this is mostly going to be under the sports banner. It was kind of sold to them as you know what will will help uh, you know manipulate our product to something that those audience would want. They were kind of promised a little bit more Lesnar and Rousey type of stuff, I think, in the sale.
0: Yeah, that to me is the big thing. Is they were promised Ronda Rousey, and she is not. You know here, where she is, and they don't have a She's star. She's on
1: Total Divas this season, so she may come back. But for this Founders Day thing and for your college football launch show. Instead of getting the guys in WWE, the stars who had played college football, it might be able to give a little bit more seriousness to this product. You get Elias, Drake Maverick, and R-Truth doing this 24-7 gimmick. So your, your view to the... Employees is this is what we just picked up for tens of millions of dollars, and then for your casual sports fan who you're trying to bring over to your side, because there is an intersection of sports and wrestling, not as much as there used to be, because when there were the territories, people would watch it and go, oh, this is kind of simulated fighting. I like the blood, I like the action. I can pretend this is a
0: or it could be on yes. ESPN Classic, and you might be watching something else, and then old wrestling comes on. you are be like, all right, cool, let's watch this. I, I was totally a kid who had that happen a bunch. And, and it fits right in. Even though you know that it's worked, if it's presented sporty it's pres- enough, serious. it fits in. Yeah, it fits in. And this is also, I think... Based on their experience with New Japan when they did New Japan a few years ago, I'm sorry, uh, they did that on Access. Access. Uh, my, my, yeah, it was on Access. But, but I think they were thinking they were going to get something closer to that. And this WWE product, especially this main roster product, is
1: but they're but yeah, it's kitschy. But they're not even getting the the good kitsch. They're not getting the main. Ro- they're not getting the highlights. They're getting the mid card people. They're getting the B product. And look
0: But who's the star? Who's the star on this roster? Roman
1: Reigns would be great because he played football at Georgia Tech. I would even give you Titus O'Neill because he was a he was an all American at the University of Florida.
0: Just yeah, but who is the star? Not hypothetically, well, who would be the star?
1: Vince and the McMahon right, family.
0: right? But that's the, right. But that's if you're looking at this from Fox's perspective, they're looking at stars. Who's going on the billboards? Who are we marketing? Who is yes. the wrestler that we want to have on? And Vince is so gun shy about letting any of the top tier talents be a star. Like, Braun Strowman to me is the obvious face of this company right now. Like, he's a good enough wrestler. He's good enough on the microphone. He's got a great look. He's got a signature line. When you think wrestler who appears on late night TV doing wrestler type things, Braun Strowman kind of fits the bill for all of that stuff. Maybe in a certain context of Drew McIntyre playing off of Braun Strowman, but you actually have to invest. You being WWE Actually, has to invest in one singular wrestler and push them. And Vince is completely terrified of doing that. And from Fox's standpoint, it then becomes okay. It's this twenty four seven crap. Well,
1: thing. I, I'm gonna
0: these guys who run around and chase each other and do Looney Tunes. I'm gonna antics. push
1: back on that theory. I don't think it's. I don't think it's because he's afraid of stars. I think he's afraid of people not seeing the product. Like, he sees the product. He he doesn't like that wrestling stuff. He doesn't like, you know, the burly, beer-drinking, tough guy type stuff. He views legitimate athletics as buzzwords. I mean, you could have put Chad Gable out there and had him talk about his athleticism and how it compares to real stuff. He is afraid of it being seen as more of a quote-unquote fake sport than as an entertainment product that Kids and families can all sit down and enjoy together the we make movie stuff. And that's fine for USA, USA, their last venture into real sports. I think other than obstacle course, the show, a.k.a. American Ninja Warrior was the World League of American Football and they and they get the U.S. Open every year. They want the stuff like suits and covert affairs and you know one hour disposable Charables characters welcome characters was welcome. an old yes.
0: usa yeah that was the usa tagline so line this back kind of day.
1: kitsch goes well with the usa crowd
0: elias is perfect for the yes. usa characters welcome gimmick our truth is perfect for the characters welcome S- gimmick
1: someone at fox or someone at usa needed to Needed to go and sit down and go. How are we going to make your product
0: next different
1: level. for our? Well, not next level. Don't 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 sell improvement, because Vince Vince will say my product is great as is.
0: Well, but the product needs to be next level. Is yes, more my point but, here. You don't say to Vince, yeah. It, but like how the, do you the, the issue it to are that-
1: demographic. How do you market to the audience that will be watching right. Thursday night NFL as in a larger Sunday audience? NFL and Saturday college football. How do you get the meathead audience? basically i'm i mean look i love all sports fans
0: no they need the yes. beer drinkers back dude 90s wrestling had a ton of beer drinkers at all of their shows
1: yeah how do you get the guys who who just want to have a fun time have a couple of beers scream at the wrestlers kick his ass
0: and sea bass uh, <laughs> you know no, but Vince is terrified of his wrestlers getting hit with beers now, and like, okay, so all of that has come with a trade off, which is a more niche audience. He, he plays, he plays, and they need to grow that pie yeah, back out. Yeah, he plays now.
1: prevent defense. He is deathly afraid of a toy maker or a candy bar or a soda pop company going. You know what? You don't really speak to the children as much as we thought we were. We're going to take our business to a cartoon somewhere or something like that. And he, he he's, I mean, th- that's why they fired Daniel and The Bryan. thing
0: that drives me crazy is how selective it is that, where this this concept gets enforced. Sometimes Vince likes it. Sometimes Vince wants you to reach for the brass ring. And sometimes Vince is willing to do really edgy stuff and it's not bad when it's kind of his idea, not necessarily him doing it either, just his idea. But then there are other times where, oh, that was edgy, and that's that's your fault.
1: Yeah. So, so that's just something it, it played on me. And I'm if I'm a Fox executive, I'm watching this going, what the hell have we gotten ourselves into? We finally rebuild Friday nights, and we're giving it to this junk. I, I just I'm I'm amazed by it. I, I have another kind of question.
0: Hawkins, if you keep this up, we are not going to get our fat check from WWE for shilling for them that we get every week.
1: I'm not going to play ball. I'm not going to play ball and go, oh, man. Because you hear these stupid questions. Could Fox possibly expand WWE's audience and stuff like that? I go, you know what? If they come to an agreement on how to do it, sure. But right now, it seems WWE wants to sell their product as is as opposed to the number one. (laughs) <laughs> rule of showbiz which is know your
0: audience yes and also you don't work for your job you work for your yeah. boss in this case so th- those are other key factors here i think the one thing that could change the dynamic between wwe and fox is that vince has to focus on xfl now and i don't think xfl is going to be a set it and forget it sort of thing i think it's going to need cotton constant maintenance and and might have a not awesome ending, which will need maintenance as well.
1: Yeah, but I think Vince likes his plate full, and I don't think he necessarily has. I mean, his, his he's an empty nester right now. Uh, apparently, according to rumors, including not having a, a significant other living with him. So... He'll just, he'll just, he's a guy who loves his work. That's what he's married to. So I can see him just sleeping at the office maybe and just doing everything. I, I don't know. I, I have a question for you because it's a concept I was thinking of uh, today and and it's, it draws back to our criticisms of both AEW, which we did a post show of after their first pay-per-view or second pay-per-view and also our criticism of NXT UK. What should the first episode of NXT on USA?
0: Look I think like? the first episode of NXT on USA needs to focus around the undisputed era standing strong and I think an important through line is going to be Roderick Strong and his quest to fulfill the undisputed era's quest of attaining all the gold. I kind of want the narrative to move through them, and I think that's the strongest foot forward for the brand.
1: I agree with that, but I'm even going to go further back. Our our criticisms of AEW and NXT UK were that they just, from the get-go, went right into the wrestling. Without introducing any of these people to us, we're not supposed it's almost like you're supposed to know who everybody is and you're just here to watch a product and you're supposed to know everything I want. Even if it takes a full hour, that full first hour of a two hour show, I want to know what NXT is. I want to know what the concept is. I want to see highlights from all the people who have come from the main roster or from NXT to the main roster and why it's been so important in the building of the WWE, your Sasha versus Bailey's, your Gargano versus Almas from Royal Rumbles and stuff like that. And then I want just basic introductions of who these people are and who the important people we should be watching right now are, because I think it needs a pilot episode. I think it needs to establish who the characters are and give us an introduction type thing as opposed to what I think they're going to do, which is what they do with everything is, well, they're they're WWE fans. They're the universe. They know everything. They should know who all these people are.
0: Oh, I hope not. I, I, it's so easy to do this. You just have the Undisputed Era come out and cut an extensive promo and sort of set the stage for what they're trying to do, and it gets interrupted by... A tag team that wants to challenge Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly and we know Roderick Strong is gonna be chasing after the Velveteen dream and someone comes out and has a word to say with Adam Cole and that sets up the latter half of the show and then we have some prelim yeah. matches. And Shayna Baszler comes out and she sets up her angles as well.
1: Yeah, I, I'm I'm hesitant because I think I think NXT gets like something like two hundred thousand views a week you have just over a million subscriptions to the network. That means about a sixth of your audience, tops, watches NXT per week. And out of the 1.2 million subscribers to the WWE network, that represents about a third of all total viewers for Monday Night Raw. So you have, and you're going on to big boy TV. You need to do some table setting here. You can't just assume they're fans of your product. And that's what I'm I'm deathly afraid of.
0: Right Let's now. go crazy optimist on this, though. Think about how with those numbers, NXT has a lot of untouched eyes in the wrestling viewing mm-hmm. community, not the extremely online wrestling viewing community, but people who have literally never watched NXT, even though they watch WWE oh, yeah. on a regular no, basis. I'll, I'll,
1: I'll just quickly interrupt. No, if you ever go for one of these weekends with like four shows in it, you can talk to all the people around you, and most of them will have no idea about NXT. If you go to the main roster like pay per view or something like that, they they just don't have the time. You know, it's mostly invested in the in the three hours of Raw. Some some this could be a brand new flavor for those. Yes, people. it will be. I, I think it will be, and that's that's the hook here. Um. And but you're fighting against AEW, and one of them's getting DVR'd. And I I tend to think for those types of people that NXT is going to be secondary, but for all those, what we like to call the casuals, the people who are you know looking to just kind of sing along with with whatever act, do all the catchphrases, see a couple of finishing moves, applaud, see the stars, and go home. You you do have a vast fan base to draw from here
0: uh, wwe has a lot of options at their disposal it just goes back to the first part of our conversation here of how pliable is wwe to changes right now are they willing to adapt to actually m- make the moves necessary for fox sports and also this little mini brand war that's coming yeah, up here
1: and it'll be interesting to see especially like with the build survivor series coming if they incorporate NXT into that as a main main brand or if they put it at the kid's table like like Raw does SmackDown every year it it's amazing to me if they use Raw to bury NXT like they do SmackDown that's that's going to be ridiculous I think They may not even use it at all. They may not use any of the NXT people on on these on these main roster, quote-unquote, cross-brand pay-per-views if they're going to do that because apparently there's rumor of another draft for all three shows because, you know, the wild-card rule is in effect. It's just everybody's on every show, Chris.
0: <laughs> That's the other part. It, it, the wild-card rule has to go away. The 24-7 stuff has to go away. I, that, that really, it's what you're saying. Those things really stick with people especially when you throw that on the news show when that's the hook to come watch wrestling you might see zany antics involving r-truth in the 24-7 title with this guy drake maverick
1: yeah and just the coda on my fox talk because i forgot about this but this leads into things that we watched on the main roster that are still worth talking about four days later man that that who hit roman reigns mystery This thing is one of the dumbest angles they've ever had in WWE. I can't do my incredulity justice. It's like
0: lazy and dumb at the same time. I think that's what's notable about it.
1: They had an idea, and they didn't quite script it out properly, and then they decided to change their minds, and they did some reshoots, and they weren't sticking with the formula. There's There's an iota of a good story in there. Like, if you had decided...
0: Jeff, they put out on Twitter that it was a temp who knocked over the scaffolding.
1: (laughs) I said there's an iota. And
0: the iota is... It was gone once that happened.
1: The iota is Eric Rowan as intellectual equal to Daniel Bryan making him a patsy. But they're not going to do that. It's going to be Daniel Bryan's been lying this entire time to set up that match. I get that. But this is the Fox product, Chris. This isn't the USA product. It's on USA right now, but this is the product going over to Fox. And they're doing the stupid murder mystery Agatha Christie type stuff with twin rowans.
0: No, those are well written. This is not.
1: That seems unbelievable to me. I liked most of the King of the Ring matches because I think it's going to be it's a a little it's a little guys tournament, which I like. Although I hated, I two things I didn't, one I didn't understand, and one thing I hated. I hated that Chad Gable got the cheap roll-up. I wish he had just gotten a strong win against Shelton Benjamin. Because I think that would have really helped him, especially in this match against Andrade, which I think is going to be hot fire. I think that match is going to be spectacular. And then I didn't understand. I get why they did it in some ways, but I don't understand it necessarily. The Buddy Murphy-Ali match, where you've been building Buddy Murphy up for
0: two weeks. Boy, I didn't get that. I did not understand that. I mean, I
1: thought maybe this would be like the screw finish where, you know, Brian and Rowan screw over Murphy. No. Murphy Murphy gives him a handshake and leaves, and I'm just like, huh, that's, uh, that's interesting. I think they're doing it so that they can beat Ali against Elias. Don't get me wrong, because I think it's going to be...
0: It, you're gonna get the But Murphy getting screwed over by Elias would set up a really good feud that Murphy could easily go well, not over. Not even on.
1: not even well, I didn't mean getting screwed over by Murphy, getting screwed over by uh Daniel Bryan and Rowan. For that
0: No, I'm saying if he went on to the match oh, against okay. Elias and yeah. gets eliminated from the tournament by Elias, then he would have this built in feud with Elias, which is really easy for him to transition into and get a strong win and kind of keep his momentum going. Whereas I thought him losing in this style against Ali, it didn't quite undo the Daniel Bryan victory, but it's the reason why I refuse to react to the Daniel Bryan victory in a right. vacuum. And I'm like, let's see what happens next week. No,
1: I think Ali gets an easy win over Elias, setting up him against Andrade. And then the bait and switches over on the Ross side where Baron Corbin is gonna get to the f yep, he's gonna to get to Corbin. the finals, but he's gonna lose. I, I don't think he's gonna win. I think I think the promo on the on the on the throne with the crown and stuff. Yes yeah, that, that's yeah, that's yeah. too easy. That, that's like that's like uh the builds to money in the bank where everybody who's not gonna win gets to hold the briefcase. You know, that that's all that is. I, I think Andrade's winning this. And I think it's gonna be her and Queen Zelina. And they're gonna kinda do that whole thing for a few weeks. So I don't know. Anything else that really... St- st- oh, I'll, I'll I'll give you something. I'm sorry. I'm interrupting yourself. I'm interrupting yourself. I'm interrupting... No, me- I'm fine. Fun. You're
0: interrupting you with your um, own thoughts.
1: Yeah, I'm, it's it's the booze. It's starting to kick in. Um,
0: Guys, don't drink.
1: No, it's, it's fine for calming down once you're at home. Um, <laughs> the tag team turmoil match. So, I didn't understand Rude and uh, Ziggler beating the revival who you're building. Why even have the revival in that match? Is there not another team you can beat there? I, I, I I think what's going to happen is rude and Ziegler are going to get the tag team titles at clash of champions and then lose it to the street profits when they debut. I like the team itself. I just didn't understand the revival Getting beat like that. That was just weird, especially when they're in this high-profile story with Randy
0: Orton. I guess the logic is they're in this gauntlet match, and you'll forget that they were even in the match. Our audience doesn't pay that close of attention. But they didn't
1: have anybody else to put in there. You know, it's, right.
0: And they'll forget about them anyway. Even though the
1: AOP is probably backstage.
0: <laughs> Whatever happened to those guys? They were pretty good. I, they
1: were awesome in NXT. Uh one got injured, and he was back from injury in time for the Saudi Arabia show. And of late, because they've been doing stuff with Drake Maverick, it's been a creative has nothing for you gimmick. I think. I think. I don't know for. I'll I'll ask. I I just uh, I just think it's uh, you know, I could see them getting reshuffled down to NXT, and I wouldn't mind that because I think they're great as long as they're wrestling. No, it'd be
0: great down at NXT if, if,
1: if, if, as long as they're wrestling which is what I want to see as opposed to doing chasing around for a 24 seven title. I'm fine with that. Um, But I had nothing else for either of the two main shows. Did you?
0: I don't think so. No. So it's
1: come to that time. We have cone to a new distributor over at red circle and they have been kind enough to get us a sponsor for our first show over there. And our sponsor this week is my bookie. Now, um, college football started up this week. I'm watching a little bit of Clemson and Georgia Tech as we speak. The NFL happens in a week. You can bet if you don't like sports, my bookie has tons of things you can bet on. I'm on the site right now, Chris. Chris, you can bet on this AEW pay-per-view. You can bet on professional wrestling if you want to. You have in-game betting. You can, Chris, this will be good for you. You can bet on politics. You can bet who the Democratic nominee is going to be. If that's your jam. Okay. You, you might be able to bet on who wins the debate. Let's see if we can do that. Let me see if I can do that real quick. Da, 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 da. Oh, I have to go back.
0: I don't even know how you'd score something like that. I don't that, know. You, but you know. it seems like there are many options E-sports, on
1: Esports, they have this. They, the Emmy Awards. They have weird death matchups. Well, who will die first? Kind of a morbid thing, but if you're the Deadpool, you know I,
0: I. That's kind of this, this is the thing so I'm kind of into. I, I like those. Yeah, weird it's like prop okay, hats. here
1: you go. Uh, I'll give you the one at the very top of of the thing. Who will die first, Betty White or Carol Burnett? Betty White at minus two sixty. Carol Burnett at plus two hundred.
0: Oh man, I'm going with Betty. They have
1: Charlie Sheen versus Magic Johnson.
0: They have, oh, Charlie. They have one with Charlie a field
1: sure. of Jerry Lee Lewis, Woody Allen, Bill Cosby. Roman Polanski, Jerry Sandusky, Harvey Weinstein, or Subway Jared? Dude. I'm thinking about putting a hundred bucks on one of those. I really am. I'm not gonna tell you which one. But Subway Jared is at plus one thousand. I'm thinking that's Yeah, a good I was gonna bet. say it's Subway that's a Jared. Good, that's yeah, a yeah, good yeah. Subway bet, Jared. I yeah. yeah, I I already knew where
0: you were going with that one.
1: <laughs> also, this year, uh, my bookie is hosting the first ever online handicapping super contest. First place is guaranteed to win at least a hundred thousand dollars and it costs only a hundred bucks to enter. All you have to do is pick five games against the spread every week, which is my kryptonite. I always screw up the spread every week to climb the leaderboard and score your share of a huge cash prize pool. I'm I'm I like NFL betting though. There's always one line that I can pick out and do. So I think I'm going to start doing that this season because As my friend Doug Stanhope says, football isn't interesting unless you put some money on it. My bookie is always the right play. You bet, you win, they pay. It has live in-game betting on every NFL game. They've got the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, this is even better. You can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. Now you're saying, hey, Jeff, how do we take advantage of our vices? And Bet responsibly, as I know all of you will. Well, I'm going to tell you. You get up to $1,000 first deposit bonus. You can double your first deposit by using the promo code ROPES to activate the offer. That's R-O-P-E-S. Go to MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. I I believe if you use any subfix, it will get there. But I think it's MyBookie.ag. But go to Google and put in MyBookie, M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E and you'll find it. Don't forget to use the promo code ROPES. That's R-O-P-E-S. And when creating your account to claim the bonus, you bet, you win, you get paid. Do it. Let, let's all have fun this fall, make lots of money so we can all quit our administrative jobs and legal. <laughs> uh, we're at music schools of various stripes. Right, Chris? We'll, we'll just get rich. Betting, betting wrestling. I'm going to bet wrestling.
0: Cause I have a pretty good. I'm gonna just bet yes. wrestling. I, I I don't I don't know that I I don't know if I get rich on this, but I I do enjoy a little bit of recreational sports betting in a very responsible yes. manner. Yes,
1: well let me let me give you. Okay, here's the politics one. I'll see if they uh I'll see if they have it. Oh, they have a... Will Greenland become the 52nd state? Uh,
0: oh, that seems like a good bet. Will they begin? Will they begin, <laughs> will they begin
1: impeachment by the end of the year? Uh
0: interesting i wonder what the odds are on proof that one.
1: of trump visiting the asia day spa after becoming president you can bet on that uh who will be the democrat candidate pretty big field uh presidential election to win who will be the winning party yeah you got a lot of that and then wrestling you, you know you, you have all the uh all the well yeah, four of the matches for the pay-per-view
0: I'm not going to lie, like betting on the Royal Rumble like some small amount would be fun.
1: There was one, there were a couple bets that I've had where I've made a call where if I had bet originally on the odds, I could have made a lot of money on. Like AJ Styles uh, getting beat by Chris Jericho in that first Mania, which a lot of people point to as one of the best uses of my cynicism ever. I could have made a good thing. Interesting. Young Bucks versus Lucha Brothers. It's minus 110 and minus 120, so you don't make any money either way betting that. That's just
0: weird. <laughs> uh, so, you know, pay attention to these odds. Odds are made by real people, and sometimes, you know, you might find an angle in them.
1: Always look for—there's always, always a little loophole somewhere, somewhere. It's hard to find, but if you know your stuff, you can bet well and make some money. So, yeah. Thank you to my bookie for sponsoring this episode of Shake Them Ropes. So it's obvious to me the best show this week was NXT. That thing was fantastic.
0: NXT was very good. There was so much wrestling on that show. It felt really long, but in the good way, where it's like, "Whoa, you mean there's even more than just this?" That was one of the strongest episodes in a very I, long time. I would agree. And the yeah, the Keith Lee and <laughs> Dijakovic Hold match me. Hold was me
1: down, that was baby.
0: a serious match of the year contender in NXT for sure. I've
1: seen. Two different Keith Lee Dominic DiJak or DiJakovic, if you will, matches. I saw the one at Bola, which tore the house down, and I saw one on Mania weekend when it was in Orlando, I believe. That was just fantastic. So I know these two guys can have great matches. I was more shocked than anything that Donna, that uh, DiJakovic went over. Because Keith Lee has won every match, I believe, it that they've faced each other in. So I had no preconceptions about Dijakovic winning at any kind, or Dijakovic, however oh
0: I it is. It's such a mouthful of I the name. I want to say Dijak. It's I'm just going to say Dijak.
1: Name. Donovan Dijak.
0: Yeah, it's fine. That's fine. But man, this match was
1: great. And he was taking some risks on that rebuilt knee, and, and I fell for him. But man, he has... It's one of the reasons why I don't think people get into the 205 matches anymore because big guys like that can do all the same stuff, and it's far more impressive.
0: They just killed themselves. Yeah. It was great. The I Spanish mean, was fly just... off
1: the top rope for guys yeah. of that size. Holy crap. Holy friggin' crap. Keith Lee almost spiked his yeah. head
0: with that. Yeah, but no, I mean, this was... The middle of the show, and because it was so good, and also buttressed by good yes. stuff. I mean, we opened up with Io Shirai having a quick little enhancement match against Cami Fields. Cami Fields is interesting. She's uh, she's got some good size. Yeah, on no, her.
1: she's uh she's uh, um she's been in Ring of Honor of late. She's also known as Holla Dead. She usually wears a mask of some kind or face paint. Um, she also was on uh. It was weird. One of the better squash matches that they had on the main roster was, um, they, they, they had, it was one where they were trying to rebuild Bayley. I think Bayley had just won the title. And that was who, who was in the squash match against her was, uh, Cammie Fields using that same name. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, she's one of these, these people who does like Ring of Honor. Um, I believe she's done some Shimmer and maybe some Rise deals. But yeah, she's one of those people kind of like, uh, Amber Nova is just kind of out there, but she's not really signed to anybody.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a fine little yeah. squash. Uh, just, just yeah, it was good. And then, you know, nice little setup with Candace coming back here. Um, I, I'm fine with all this. I do worry that Io Shirai is just going to get turned babyface again. She keeps doing cool stuff, and she appeals to the crowd too much.
1: I... You know what, Chris? I think...
0: It's a great Muda problem. It is a
1: great Muda problem. I would agree with you there. On this USA show, though, where you have a clean slate, I either wouldn't mind you turning Io Shirai before that show, or you give Canis LeRae a super push here. I, I know it sounds weird. I know Io Shirai is the better wrestler. But if you did a Gargano storyline... For a cute blonde who's very telegenic, and you get all these, for lack of very...
0: And her husband's her hu- there. You have like a little bit of a Daniel Bryan, Brie yes, Bella you do the going same- on with Johnny and Candace. You do the
1: underdog stories, beating the Yoshirais, beating the Champas, beating the Adam Coles. You get
0: them both. Beating Shayna Baszler, be- Shayna yes. Baszler juxtaposed to Candice LeRae for the purposes of television. It's just—it's classic. If visual you were building
1: book. this on the main car, on the main card, and if NXT is going to be a part of WrestleMania, which it might be now, I still think they're going to do takeovers. But if you're going, but for that big match at your big signature NXT show the end game i think should be shayna beaten or not shayna be Candace beaten shayna for the women's title she's your one good babyface right now who's somewhat hot as opposed to being the mechanic that you beat to build your monster heels because right now your other babyface just got clowned by william Regal in that thing that that killed me yeah hey you see what happened and William Rhea goes, "Yeah, well, it's your fault." And just walks off. I went, "My God!" That was,
0: I mean, he, was, he was, right, was right, but that's not good because it just left Mia Yim in Nowhere'sville. I don't know what she's yeah. gonna do to, you know, kind of turn the corner on that.
1: Gee. And so to make up for this, this vacuum of baby faces, who do we get to face Shayna Baszler next?
0: The most natural baby face in the world to juxtapose against Shayna Baszler, Rhea Ripley.
1: I love this stare. I like bad people facing each other.
0: I, I love. Now, don't get me wrong. I like Rhea Ripley. I'm excited about this match between Shayna Baszler and Rhea Ripley. But if you had asked me, how are we going to jumpstart this division and get a That's fresh not the new answer. baby face? That's not the answer. This is not the answer. In
1: fact, I hadn't read spoilers. When she came out, I thought she, I thought this was 89 Horsemen, and I thought she was Sid. I thought she was joining. I thought she was joining. I thought she was joining yeah. as the enforcer there. Kind of doing a jazzy gimmick with with Shayna, maybe.
0: Also, it would have made perfect sense narratively. Shayna decides after the Mia Yim thing that she got touched there and she didn't like it and she wanted to have a little bit more muscle around the team yeah. here. Add Rhea Ripley yeah. in. Made all the sense to the world. Makes a lot more sense than having them in a title program. Not that the match isn't going to be good. It is. It's just weird.
1: Is it possible that they're baby going to baby Shayna here?
0: In some ways, how can you with with Shafir and Jasmine do? Well, maybe
1: there maybe there becomes tension because they're inept, and and they you know they can protect her in some ways, but not against someone the size of Rhea. So she so she starts to you know. Oh my God! I'm in a fight here that I can't really. I don't know. I don't. I haven't. I haven't I, thought this. No, out.
0: I. I don't think you can baby Shayna right now. No. Not with this formula.
1: And quite frankly, if I were NXT, looking at that November takeover, which is probably going to be War Games, horsewomen versus horsewomen, which would be so money for War Games. They'll never do it, but I, I'd like to see an all-women's War Games.
0: I mean, even the horsewomen with Rhea Ripley. Yeah. I just don't get why you don't have Rhea Ripley join yeah, this that, team. Yeah, I
1: don't either. But, but I, I, I think to them, Rhea's too big of a star to join a stable where you have another star. Yeah, that's the way they do stables. They, that's well, how they do she it. She
0: is a big star, but that's how they view stables. Yeah. No, I'm with you. They don't think you can have two stars in a stable.
1: Yeah, no, but I, I liked, I liked, uh, <laughs> I just like the sh- the brevity of it. To be honest with
0: you. Oh, that was great. No, the brevity was the soul of the wit.
1: Yeah, I, you haven't beaten me, bitch. She just backs off. I'm like, great. No weird fighting. No nothing. I'm cool with this. I was, I was, I was, I was tickled pink with it.
0: Yes. So I, I thought that was interesting. And then we got to our main event, Undisputed Era well, versus let, the Street Profits. Let's do the Profits. one other thing that I really liked oh. on the show before.
1: I liked okay. the tribute to Johnny okay. Gargano. I like the fact that they're keeping him off TV. I hope they re him. On on the quote unquote pilot on USA, I, I'd really like to see that. I
0: want him to be debuted off screen though, like still working his way back onto the okay, roster. I'll take that. Yeah, I think yeah, I I think you could tell longer form stories. It'll be it's just gonna be very interesting to see what if any approach changes happen on the uh, USA debut.
1: Yeah, they're they're not but, into telling long stories though, because it's like
0: get all the stars on uh, the two hour show. So, now will we get into the main event? Okay. No, it's okay. Undisputed Era versus the Street Profits. Um, What'd you think about this match? Uh,
1: I thought it was okay.
0: Yeah. That's where I I was was, at on this, too.
1: I thought it was purely okay. Um, What is
0: lacking with Angelo Dawkins? He
1: suffers from the crime of having not as much charisma and natural athletic talent. Or the same kind of athletic talent, I should say, as Montez Ford, because he's a powerhouse who doesn't necessarily look like a powerhouse. And I think that's the problem, because it, it's a land of giants problem. Because Angelo Dawkins is a big dude, but he doesn't look big next to Montez Ford. He looks big next to the Undisputed Era, but he doesn't look as cut as a powerhouse should be. I think that's what's lacking. Yeah. He's the. He's the. I uh, think the
0: character's a little too goofy by half, too. And that so too. like yeah, the fact that he's undersized wouldn't be so bad if he was presenting as serious. Like, if he was always fuming, if King Tez was kind of the loose guy who was always kind of fun and excited, and Dawkins was always kind of surly, he was the one with more of an attitude rather than the even more zany than King Tez character.
1: Yeah, I I, I don't think either of them are being served well by this main roster
0: Oh, no, this Greek course thing is killing them. Yeah, I'm with you.
1: Yeah, I, I, I just, they're just, they're, they're, they're heels. New Daylight. They're yeah. heels. They're, they're, no, it, they're annoying is what they are instead of being, being cool. They're, they're annoying and that's what's making them heelish to me. As See, it's funny, the there's day. something
0: really adorable about King Tez, like he's really legitimately excited about the product, or at least it comes off as that in his performance. But it's a forced
1: excitement, you know, it's like, ooh, I can yeah. play the rock now, it's like, oh god.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not excited for him doing this character, and we've also been in this Greek chorus holding pattern for way too long.
1: Although Far it was interesting, long. they started singing down there, uh, we want the smoke. Um, which I, I just cannot stand. I cannot stand that whole. All right. Now we're going to work to the musical interlude. It's, it's, it's like at a, one of my pet peeves when I was doing improv, like early on was the guy on your group that would just spontaneously try to turn a scene into a musical. I was like, no, fucker, I don't want to, oh, sorry, no, you jerk, I don't want to do, bleep that out, Uh, (laughs) I don't want to do music, I don't want to do a musical right now, I just want to do this scene, and he wants to turn this into this musical when it doesn't belong in the scene, and that's what I feel like it is every time he starts singing on on this thing, but as for the match itself, I thought it was good, not great, and I, I think it kind of,
0: This has been where the Street Profits have been at in terms of matches.
1: Yes, but it's also way too soon to be putting them up against the Undisputed Era in a title match, and this was forced by Vince McMahon bringing them up to the main roster. I think it undercuts their credibility a lot that they haven't had a major title win other than the Forgotten Sons.
0: No, you know who would have been great for the Street Profits to beat cleanly in in almost a surprising fashion, the Authors of Pain.
1: The authors of pain, Viking experience again.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Having them actually go through the Viking experience in the Pain. The revival of
1: pain. in a special one shot even? Even though yeah, I complain about yeah. even, though I, even though I complained about them getting beat in, in that tag team turmoil match, I think them making a guest appearance down to put you know, over maybe- the
0: current big time top guys in the tag division, I think, is a reasonable usage of the revival
1: and maybe even sow the seeds of a few, possible feud in the future with the Undisputed Era, like you go, hey, we were two-time NXT tag champs. Ain't nobody going to be better than that ever, even though, even though they want to go for being three-time champs or something like that. They cut a promo like that, then they get beat. That's been fine with me. I kind of was hoping the Street Profits were in this tag team turmoil match and then we're going to win it. But uh, alas, that was not meant to be. You know, Fish and O'Reilly are great. Um, I think they're going to go back to this prophecy angle, and I think they're going to eventually have all the gold, maybe even to start NXT on USA.
0: That's where I think we're going with this. I, I'm not sure if, if if Roddy is going to have a belt, but it, I do think it's fairly likely that he does and that they have all of the gold. And The story on USA is the fall of the Undisputed Era. So now we gotta go to the weaker of the two, which I'm gonna say is two oh five live.
1: Would agree. I think half of this show was utterly useless. Um the uh the Callisto um uh, Arya Davari stuff, man. That that was, was, a was a weak match. Just a drag.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, to, to and set the just up,
1: whole... to set up. To set up Lince basically looking at Arya,
0: who's What a lame it. way of doing all of that. I'm trying to help you, man. I'm trying to help you, man. Like it's just it's weak writing. Um, there's no reason why Lindsay would be persuaded by anything Arya Davari is doing here.
1: Exactly. Um, and for as lame as all that was, I really enjoyed Umberto Carrillo versus Oni Lorcan quite a bit
0: yeah oh yeah that was great um you know what was not good because it's worth mentioning here Tony Nese's promo actively bad Umberto gets the
1: 205 live title shot at Clash of Champions probably the pre-show um belt the kid I, I Drew Gulak's been fine as a heel but if you're gonna put if you're gonna put Umberto Carrillo in this position he's the one guy you gotta belt at the get-go because he's already lost his first title match and the whole thing is, how does he regroup and beat the guy? I don't want to see that story with Drew Gulak. So, going over to NXT UK, Big Show, their second or third takeover. Can't remember which it is. Uh, NXT Cardiff. Uh, Five-match card so far. I am going to go on a limb and say there will be a six-match added here. Um, I thought the show was pretty good for the for the go-home show. What did you think of it?
0: I liked it. I, the Tyson T Bone Ilya Dragunov match was completely skippable to me. I, I mean, oh, okay. Well.
1: If we're, if we're going to talk about weird stuff, having Joseph Connor, Connor's beat be over Carter. right? Did no, that's a, so. I'm like
0: re- reviewing some of this stuff. Never and mind, I, I take I,
1: it back. It wasn't as good as I thought it was. It was about no,
0: 50-50. No, you know what was good? What 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 is making you feel this way is that Zach Gibson is an absolute delight on the microphone, and him talking <laughs> shit to Gallus was hilarious.
1: Yes, I, I I quite enjoyed that. I enjoyed the video package for Storm and Kaylee Ray. Um.
0: Devlin yeah. and Kenny Williams was a good match. It wasn't was a good match. Yeah, it was a good match. It was a good match. Like, like somewhere between wasn't bad and was good. It, it was a little long for me. Yes. Um, but but after Joseph Connors winning a match against a debuting guy,
1: I could not. Oliver, um, Oliver Carter, Carter. And they give him the Kofi rub. That's what made it so inexplicable. I mean, it's his debut. I'm watching this match. Joseph Connors is getting all this offense. I'm like, why not just debut a guy with a strong win? And then all of a sudden, Joseph Connors wins. I'm like, what the hell was that?
0: And Connors, his reaction after the match was bizarre. And now I don't care about Carter, but I don't care about Joseph Connors.
1: You can't make me care about Joseph Connors because he's plain. He doesn't have a lot of personality. It's, he doesn't have a lot of personality when he wrestles either. I, I, I'm just, I'm floored. I, I was absolutely floored by that statement, Chris. I, I just not believe you would debut a guy, build him up, you know, ambassador to his country from the same country as the as the SmackDown champion. And that's a fairly they long talk match to e- where he
0: doesn't get most of it.
1: Yeah, they talk to each other. You know, Kofi told them all about, you know, pride. So, okay, they're really giving this guy the hard build on, on commentary. And they have Joseph Connors beat him because he's a psycho. And he doesn't come off as that much of a psycho to me.
0: Such a strange sequence of events here. I, I don't get it. I, I don't know how you get Carter going. And he just seems like a permanent undercard goop at this point instead of a guy on a mission.
1: Going out on a limb here. Cesaro uh, getting that interview backstage where he's going to be at NXT UK Cardiff. I think Jordan Devlin's going to be on this show, Chris. And I think it's going to be against Cesaro. Okay.
0: Okay. And uh, yeah, that makes some sense.
1: I'm hoping he wins though, as opposed to the last time when Prince Devitt comes out. (laughs) Or Finn Balor, sorry, when Finn but Balor that, comes that out, that is and just sort of the him.
0: gimmick, though. Devlin is this gets gonna be the gimmick by the? Vi- yeah, it is. That's gonna be the gimmick. Is Devlin's gonna get beaten by the visiting superstar?
1: He comes out. And he goes. I'm the Irish Ace. I belong on NXT Cardiff, Wales. I'm the right. best person here. And then well, some I guy be having from the match. main. Ro- I should be having a match. And then some guy from the roster gets a big pop, comes out and beats him.
0: Oh, and Devlin getting <laughs> swung is going to be very funny. <laughs>
1: Uh, Yeah, but I kind of like the guy. I want to see him get built back up.
0: No, I don't don't like him in this spot. I like him as the angry guy with something to prove against Walter, and I want that story to be explored more. And also with Cesaro, I want him to be in the hunt against Walter. I I think the money angle right now is Cesaro coming in and deciding that he's got a bone to pick with Imperium.
1: Oh, and I think, well, see, it's funny because... He's such a natural heel because of his size and his style. And he's such a natural to team back up with Cassius Ono again. As I said, I want my Hunt match with the Kings of Wrestling. That's that's the first thing I want. Imperium versus Cassius Ono and Cesaro. I'm here for that, man. And then you build to the singles match with Cesaro and and Walter. I, yeah, I could see that. I, I just say it would have to be a heel versus heel type thing.
0: See, I think Cesaro has so much goodwill built towards him as the aging veteran who's never been treated fully fairly okay. to have him kind of, he goes out, he has the match against Alexander Wolfe, and then Eichner and Bartell jump Cesaro, and then Cesaro has the match against Bartell and Eichner and blah, 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 building up to Walter. I, it it seems to write itself and it seems to be the sort of thing that the UK audience would be all over.
1: So for the matches that have been officially announced, here we go. Travis Banks taking on Noam Dar in a singles match. I think <laughs> I think the crowd's gonna. I think this might be put in a cooler spot. To be honest with you, um, you don't say. Travis Banks is gonna do a lot of this, growling stuff. Noam Dar, they still seem to like for some reason. I would let Travis—
0: Noam Dar's going to find a way to win he's this match cheat. against Travis he's gonna Banks. He's going to cheat to yeah, win. Yeah, he's going to cheat. Yep. And,
1: and it's going to go he's over like Eddie a— f-
0: Guerrero-like character. It's,
1: it's going to go over like a fart in church. Because I, I think it's one of those things where if you're going to have this match, Banks needs to go over clean because you need to build him up again. But they see personality now in Noam Dar as this heel— Maybe he's got a story
0: that he's telling with Kenny Williams.
1: Maybe Kenny comes out and helps him.
0: Yeah, this is the Eddie Chavo angle.
1: But yeah, I think Noam Dar steals it and it gets quote unquote heat. And we get more more of this Noam Dar on TV. In The last man standing match, Dave Mastiff, the bomber going up against Joe Coffey of Gallus. Big men doing bad things to one another. I am so down this for the this match, match. I'm
0: most looking forward to. I am yeah,
1: down. This is this is Vader versus Van Hammer or Vader versus Cactus Jack. I want to see plunder breaking. I want to see fat men throwing each other. I want to see all that. Who do you have winning this one? Clubberin. Clubbering. I plunder.
0: Think, Yeah, ladies, yeah, ladies. Think... there's
1: a lady in the men's room. Yes, I want to see that too.
0: Go ahead. I think that. Joe Coffey comes out victorious over Dave Mastiff here. I
1: do, too, and I think that's unfortunate. I do. I, I... Well,
0: I think he's going to screw over Dave Mastiff. I don't think it's going to be the cleanest of clean. Okay. I don't think Joe Coffey's going to, like, pummel Mastiff into submission. And Mastiff's just going to be a bloody pulp. I think there's going to be, like... A little bit of shadiness, but at the end of the day, I think Joe Coffey's standing tall over Dave Mastiff.
1: Yeah, I think Mastiff deserves the win, but I, I, get, I just get the feeling that they're going to keep building Gallus as a major heel force, despite having Imperium around. So I, I agree with you there.
0: Well, they're taking the loss later on in the night, I think. So
1: Maybe. Um, Maybe. <laughs> speaking of which, a triple threat tag team match, which Zach Gibson is not very happy about. God, I
0: love that. Oh, I love I him. I loved he was He's talking He's such a star. All... He's so good. Oh, great. Come
1: out here, you two. Yeah, I have a sway for him to call the call Gallus fatties. Get out of here, you two fatties. Oh, and we're going to bring out the small guys who didn't who won singles matches, but no tag team. I just loved his running commentary throughout this whole thing. But, yes, Zach Gibson and James Drake, the grizzled young veterans, taking on the South Wales Social Club of Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. Against the team representing Gallas, Mark Coffey and the Always On Edge Wolfgang. Um, I think, um, I don't think the grizzled young veterans are coming out of this with the titles. And I think they are going to start pushing Zach Gibson as a solo act, um, up in the upper tier again. It's just I don't know who they're going to give these tag belts to. Uh, because I just I Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster as a tiny, small athletic tag team are cool, but they've been beat so much, so I'm gonna think Gallus. Right. I think Gallus I think gets had, the titles yeah. here.
0: They'd be the only ones who'd have the credibility. The problem with the tag division is Gallus has now gone through all of the faces. Yeah, once they beat once they beat the South Wales subculture, and they beat the they've already beat the Hunt. Who are they going to face? And they uh, beat Mustache
1: Mountain, or did they?
0: Anne, Hallie, and Howley and Stalker, remember?
1: <laughs> oh, <geez>. You <laughs> threw that one? Oh, don't do that when I'm drinking. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to keep it together right now and get through the rest of the show.
0: They've read through all the best hands in this division, man.
1: I Yeah, I think Mark Coffey and Wolfgang get these titles. and I think it becomes kind of a thing where Joe Coffey wants to defend the titles with his brother, and maybe, there, maybe that starts the... Uh, Maybe that starts the whole uh, tension with Wolfgang thing. Although I think they're gonna,
0: I think they're gonna back off of that. No, right you on. know what? I'm going the other way. I'm saying Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster win. Um, this also sets up an Imperium you feud know against the tag champions. You know
1: what? They're the hometown boys too, And Cardiff. So yeah, because I think Mark Andrews is from Cardiff. Proper. So no, you're right. You're exactly right. It's gonna be Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster win these titles. To eventually lose him prior to Imperium.
0: Yeah, that would make some sense. Sure.
1: For the NXT UK Women's Championship, Tony Storm taking on Kaylee Ray. Loved the go home video for this with all the highlights of the various stuff. Put over Tony Storm as kind of a star.
0: The video really put this together. Uh, it's a shame that this build has not been more consistent because they've had all of the notes of a really good story here. And I think this match is going to be good.
1: I think it's going to be okay. I'm not, I'm hoping it's better than I think it's going to be. I'm I'm not, not all in on Kaylee Ray. I, I like her as a character, as a wrestler. I'm not all in just yet. Um, Even though I've seen stuff of her and it's good to not great. I've seen great matches from Tony storm though. So, uh, but I do think...
0: Uh, well, then good seems like where this will probably okay, okay, land. Okay, okay, okay. I'm just... Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I just... I don't want to get my expectations up because, you know, Tony Storm was involved in one of the best women's matches I've ever seen live. So it's one of those things where it's like I have high expect And I have high expectations for takeovers. Um, I think Jazzy and... and uh, and Ginny are coming back to feud with uh, Tony Storm. So I don't think they're taking the belt off of her yet. So I think she's going to win
0: So then we get to our main Ginny, event, wait, you which didn't is. Pick a winner. I want a winner from you, Chris. I, want, I, want... I think Tony Storm wins. I don't think that Kaylee Urey wins. I'm going no. to
1: my bookie, and I'm saying Chris Novembrino bets his share of the Patreon money on t- Tony Storm. Okay. <laughs> and then for the WWE United Kingdom Championship, Walter. Taking on Tyler Bate, who has put on some muscle and a lot more facial hair. Who do you have in this very interesting match?
0: This is a very interesting match, but I don't think they're taking the belt off of Walter yet. So I think Walter is going to prevail, but I think he's going to cheat against Tyler Bate.
1: I find this interesting because Walter didn't want to travel overseas, and that's the reason why he's not NXT proper. I don't think he also wanted a full-time schedule with NXT UK, per se. I think he kind of wanted to be a special attraction. So hear me out on this, Chris, because this is a wacky idea I have. Walter is going to be on the debut of NXT on USA. As a doing a short program there, after he drops the title here to Tyler Bate, I don't think you can beat Tyler Bate here. I just, it it's it would boggle my mind for them to do this story where they put him out of wrestling for all this time and then he comes back to lose. Unless they're going to have a rematch with a stipulation and then he wins, which kind of makes it a little bit cheaper. But they've kept this belt off of Tyler Bates since taking it off of him after his first defense, I think, against Pete Dunne. And they've never gone back to him, which floors me in so many ways.
0: Because he's a star. Well, they put it on Pete Dunn for, like, an eternity. That was the whole point. Well, so, but, I mean, if you think about the lineage of this belt, it went from Bate to Dunn to Walter. But
1: it went so quickly off of Bate to Dun. That's my point. I mean, it was one of those things where it's almost like the company didn't have faith in him.
0: Hunter really it. likes Pete Dunne.
1: <laughs> well, you should like Pete Dunn. He's great. And he But really... I'm
0: saying that he also has Tyler Bate. And he had Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn at the same time. Yeah. Ed, while I like Pete Dunn, Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate are there's not like worlds difference in terms of talent level between no, the two. No, no, they're they're
1: both world class, and I think it I mean yeah, right. and, and Dunn really overwhelmed that first tournament with his personality. But you've already had haven't you had Tyler Bate lose to Walter already at some point, or am I misremembering things?
0: I think they had Trent Seven lose Yeah, to I knew Tyler that. I, yeah, I don't know that they've had Tyler, Or, I'm sorry, they had Trent Seven lose to Walter. I don't know that they've had Tyler Bate lose to Walter yet.
1: All right, despite saying all that, Walter's going to retain. I, <laughs> I just... You talked me into it. I just... I, I, I find it... I find it weird that they would bring him back for all this only to have him lose, but they do that sometimes, so... Yeah, I think Walter's going to be the champ coming out of this.
0: Shout out to the weird continuity in this episode of Rhea Ripley still solidly as a heel against Piper Niven.
1: Yeah. I'm surprised that's not on here. I thought that would be on here too, but I guess they're going to do that next week.
0: Yeah, I or maybe that's going to get the taped in Cardiff aired next week treatment.
1: Yeah, maybe that maybe also Ginny versus Ziya Brookside because Ziya Brookside hasn't gotten her win yet over Ginny. And I was expecting that to be on that card, too.
0: Bad look having those two women's matches on the prelim show. Well,
1: I think you'll have, you know. <laughs>
0: uh, I'm sorry. Noam Dar versus Travis Banks could easily be replaced by either one of those women's matches. I would
1: agree. I mean, but I, you're probably going to get a Legaro match uh, taped live at Cardiff. Uh, maybe versus Joseph Connors or oh, Saxon Huxley.
0: Can't miss. miss.
1: Tyson T-Bone. <laughs> Tyson T Bone's an interesting fellow because he, he looks like he should be a brawler, but he's doing all these wrestling moves. I just uh, that was the weird thing I had about that match. But uh, I am now rambling at this point. That's been shake them ropes. Whoops.
0: Oh yeah, Hawkins. I gotta I gotta stop you because you've been drinking. No, guys,
1: I've not been drinking. all Don't
0: that drink much. and drive. Uh, well, you said you you were you had a sleaze of seltzer in there earlier. I don't even know how much a sleaze is. Oh,
1: I, I did not say that. Um. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I'm going to be on the uh, Fightful Post show for uh, NXT, for uh, the AEW uh, pay-per-view. Not the NXT show, for the uh, AEW pay-per-view. If you'd like to go over and hear my thoughts on that. Maybe Chris and I will also do a show for the Patreon, talking about that show as well. You can follow me at CrapGame13, mostly just bad jokes about wrestling. You can follow Chris at ChrisNovembrino, C-H-R-I-S-N-O-V-E-M-B-R-I-N-O. Chris also does other shows on other various podcasting platforms of which he will tell you about right
0: now. Don't worry. Dot TV is where you can find. Don't worry about the government. My other show and my other other show is the all in the family podcast. I'm going to sit down and do some editing on that this weekend while I'm watching NXT UK and try to get some episodes out. Still playing a little bit of catch up. Um, but yeah, we'll see you guys there.
1: Once again, thank you to our sponsor, uh, my bookie. M Y B O O K I E. They will match your first deposit up to one thousand dollars if you use the code ropes r-o-p-e-s thankful to have a new podcast provider who will give us some sponsors thank you to red circle go to voicesofwrestling.com, join the forums get into the conversation start talking to everybody about the various shows there's a show for everybody except those who like tna we'll see you next time